Welcome to the Moon and You podcast. My name is Susan Hart. Together, we will explore the many aspects of the female menstrual cycle and weave into the conversation aspects of the full and new moon phases that impact on our emotional and physical body. There is an ancient calling in all of us to lift our heads and acknowledge the moon. Come with us as we explore ways to anchor ourselves in her energies, bring stability to our own cycles, and learn to make the most of each week by learning what hormones govern our days. I am so grateful you are here. Welcome back to the podcast. Kerry, hello. Hi, Sue. It's been so long. I know. Guess what? What? It's my birthday. I know. I know it's I know when it's your birthday. The eleventh of November nineteen sixty six. I'll be fifty four. Young. Can you believe it? Fifty (laughs) four. And in celebration of my birthday, and I think that every year I live past fifty is an absolute joy because so many people don't get to do that i wrote a poem so instead of doing my normal week one week two week three week four of the menstrual cycle i wrote a poem based on the phoenix Mm -hmm. and after you share your stuff i'd like to share that with the people then maybe we can have a bit of a debrief after that sounds fabulous okay lovely so we're talking about the new moon in scorpio we certainly are And it's empowering yourself through transformation. I love that word. Please, Kerry, take it away. Thank you. Well, we certainly are having a new moon in Scorpio on the 15th and 16th of October. And that just depends what hemisphere of the world that you are in. We still have the Capricorn stellium of Saturn, Pluto and Jupiter all hanging out there together. And I think in the last podcast, I said the show goes on and it's still continuing we also have some retrograding planets as well which is pluto neptune mars uranus and eris which is the planet of discord and chaos she's also known as the female awakener very fascinating Mm. so just a quick word on the retrograding motion Uh, this is a term that we give planets in astrology that appear to slow down stop and go backwards and of course they don't do this but it is an optical illusion because we are viewing them from here on earth a good analogy is when you're in traffic and you catch up to the car next to you and it appears as though the wheels are going backwards when in fact you're both moving forward so people once they know they'll look for it you can't not look for it once you know so depending on where these planets are transiting your chart it will suggest you can look what and where they are correlating to and this is a time to review so when when these planets go the retrograde they're going over territory they've already been so we go back review we revisit and we relax it's because it's about taking a breath giving yourself time slowing down so you can go to our website called astro.com And they give you the facility to create your own free astrology chart if you want to do that. Uh, All it will take is you just have to create an account, which is free, and that's just your email address, basically. So the moon, uh, talking about that now, is our internal world of emotions and feelings. This is that 
totally private part of us that we only know. It is our instinctive emotional reactions and responses and what makes us feel comfortable and safe. Now, every podcast I stress on this point, Sue, emotional security can only come from within. When we put our security in things or people that are outside of us and they leave or taken away, we can experience a life crisis, usually when people go looking for an astrologer, actually. So this also represents the energy of the mother, whether that was your biological mother or a mother figure, the home, the past, our emotional needs, and what fulfills us on a daily basis. It is reflective and nurturing. It shows us how well we were nurtured as a child and how we nurture ourselves and others. Intuitive and sensitive, it rules the breasts, the stomach, which is the seat of the emotions, and the female hormones. The moon is our self-image and how we see ourselves. And it's also what um, in the astrology I study, it is represents the ego. So this is where we mature and develop and grow through our emotional body. Now, like all things, there's also always two sides to the coin and the moon has an unhealthy side and this expresses it itself in several ways. Some to mention are emotionally self-indulgent, conceited, overreactive, moody, indecisive and acute sensitivity. It really, it's a lot of times it's thinking about the moon's energy as the, like the water or the ocean. You know, it can, it can go through all these different stages. It can freeze, it can, you know, you can freeze somebody mm-hmm. out. It can be turbulent and it can be supportive and calm. The new moon phase moves outwards. And this, as it says, is the beginning of a new phase. It is instinctual and it is a perfect time to set your intention. Setting your intention is just you know, keeping in mind, letting it simmer and marinate in your mind something that you may want to start. Scorpio is a fixed water sign symbolized by the scorpion, ruled by Pluto, the planet of transformation, deconstruction, death and rebirth. Death and rebirth as in endings and beginnings. And as we are seeing and have seen in this year of 2020, Pluto, together with the energy of Saturn and and Jupiter, are deconstructing there's governments, big corporations, the patriarchy, in other words. So it's starting to crumble. So medically, it rules the reproductive organs, colon, excretion, and the genitals. Scorpio is the most powerful of all the signs due to its intensity and passion. It lives with deep emotions that can be tumultuous and chaotic. It is private, secretive, moves in the dark, and the macabre arena with an analytical mind that has forensic capabilities. That's powerful. Mm. Detective, psychologists, researchers, and astrologers often have strong Scorpio energy. It has an incredible ability to focus, this laser-like focus, very strong willpower to achieve goals, strong self-discipline, and self-control, keeping emotions suppressed. I have witnessed in you many times, I can tell when you're holding yourself together. Mm. I don't know if you know this, but your eyes start to point. I can. Yes, I do. I know. <laughs> I can I know. tell. I've never seen you in all the years I have known you, seen you have an outburst ever. Mm. And I was only thinking of this this morning before I came, but I can certainly tell when you're under pressure. Yes. Mm. I do keep everything quite. Oh down. yes, 
But yoga and meditation, mm. essential oils. And you have that lovely coming up and yeah. helping me to express myself. More. Yes, finding a channel. But also opposite that is Taurus, and we spoke mm. about Taurus in our previous podcast, mm. which has that ability to that gentleness and patience, which mm. I think kind of softens that. And you also have a lovely Libran moon, mm. which also softens it. I'm as just well. a good old round old person, <laughs> aren't I? <laughs> Scorpio rules spirituality relating to metamorphosis and its transformation abilities. It can give new life by rebirthing the old. It is the alchemist. And I have mm. seen you, Sue, that how many times take something and you say, right, this is what we're going to do. We go, and you've launched the same thing in a brand new way. Mm. And you've mm. done, I see you do it over and over. It, it rules recycling also. Mm. So there's a lot of mm. recycling things that are happening, especially with the, score, uh, the Pluto Scorpion generation. Mm, yes, you know, there's yes. a lot of furniture uh, rejuvenation, and mm. there's a lot of recycling activities mm. that are happening. So Scorpio has the ability to take us down into the depths of our fears for transformation to take place. Mm -hmm. It is the scorpion that transforms to the phoenix and eventually to the dove, and the dove represents spirituality. Did you uh, know that? No, but that's well, beautiful. That it makes is sense. beautiful. Yes. It is. Scorpio energy is magnetic, hypnotic, charismatic, and sexual. They can appear strong on the outside but are acutely sensitive on the inside because it is a water sign relating to the emotions. Because of this acute sensitivity, they can tune into the underlying domain, meaning they can pick up on what is not said. Mm. Oh, definitely. Don't ever try and put it over somebody mm. that has strong Scorpio energy mm. because mm. they can they can see right through it. They sense it. They have a desire to control. They can be obsessive and possessive. Just to finish on a light note. <laughs> <laughs> they can thrive in a crisis. Loyal because of the fixed energy and cannot bear betrayal or issues of trust. Mm. They are black and white, and I have to keep reminding myself, no, she's asked, you know, Sue's asked me a question, I just answer the question. Just answer the question, I can say <laughs> the rest later. Best to get to the point, and, it, <laughs> and they admire the strength in others. They're very secretive, they are brilliant at keeping secrets. They can be wonderful confidants. Mm. The acute sensitivity of Scorpio has the ability to tune into the underlying world. These people are the ones that will venture into the macabre and taboo and have a fear of entrapment. Mm. The distortion of Scorpio. They're not very forgiving. This is very difficult for them. They, they can be jealous, controlling, possessive and manipulative. They can be ruthless, unbending and inflexible with others and themselves. Powerful. Powerful. New Moon and Scorpio. Setting the seeds with a new intention with the Scorpio energy. So some of the things is tuning into your emotional body and make a conscious effort to look honestly at your emotions. You may feel the desire to go deep into your emotions as much as possible, especially the ones that cause you stress for transformation to take place. In dealing with stressful thoughts, I always mention the dear Byron Katie because of the process that she has. If this is happening to you, this is a time to be very, very gentle with yourself. See what houses the new moon in Scorpio is transiting in your chart and this will tell you what area of your life will be affected. For example, 
if this is falling in your ninth house, which is you, Sue. I'm going to have to pay you for all this wonderful advice. Can you relate to yes, it? Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yes. Thank you. My pleasure. It's all my pleasure. So you may have the desire to change or transform in regards to a higher educational learning. It could be philosophy where you may want to go far and wide. It could be or some form of, of higher topics. In the fourth house, it may be new ways in understanding your emotions with your family by tuning into what causes you stress and upset so you can bring about a transformation to make things better. If it's in the twelfth house, you may feel a desire to withdraw into your own world to explore what your dreams are about and tuning into your body with meditation. And that's it for me. Mm, Kerry, that's wonderful. Oh, it's so incredible. It's, it's incredible energy, really is. So as I mentioned at the beginning, Kez, normally we go into the menstrual cycle and then we sort of chat about that. But I have a poem that I wrote. And when I was a young child, and just as a little bit of a story, when I was a young child, about 13, I used to write a lot of poetry. And when I went to high school, one of my wonderful poems, which I really love, called The Awakening, was submitted into the Span magazine, which was the high school magazine. Really? Mm. Didn't know that about you. Yes. And it was rejected because they believed that I had plagiarised it. They said, look, a a girl of 13 couldn't possibly have written something so spiritual and so good like this. Anyway, and then I put my pen down and my paper away and I didn't revisit that for years. And I didn't have the strength of character, I suppose, to, not strength of character, understanding or so young about how to fight against that. Anyway, so I'm revisiting all my old poems that I started doing after high school and I wrote this one just for our listeners because it's my birthday, it's the new moon and this is for you. The Fellow This week is gloomy, painful and shrill. The bleeding is different, longer, tiresome, like a drill. My head pounds as my back gives way to pain. There is relief, at least, and the comfort of the rain. Tonight there is no moon, at least for the naked eye to see. It's a new moon, hidden. I bow my head. I want that for me. The venom of Scorpio helps raise my wings. I need to bathe, to dress, to eat, then smile and start to sing. Is my life only a carousel, a puppet with some strings? I doubt myself and start to cry. It's all too big and then I sigh. Wait, I say in a whispered tone. You are asleep. Wake up, you're not alone. Remember, remember, this will pass very soon. And like the phoenix that soars, you will rise like the moon. The Rise I woke up today with a spring in my step. The gloom of the past was gone, so I guess. I'm creative, I'm tethered, I'm fast and I'm wild. I'm smarter, I'm louder, rambunctious, beguiled. I'm untouchable from everyone's barbs and complaints. I'm the phoenix that rises, no chains or restraints. With my agency strong, I'm regal and steady. Unfurling my wings, I stand at the ready. The air feels cool and fast on my wings. The mountain peaks loom as my feet touch their peaks. 
sudden pain in my side gives way to the slide. My wings collapse and I can no longer fly. I crash hard against the slope of the hill. An avalanche starts and I run like a dill. I doubt myself and start to cry. It's all too big and then I sigh. Wait, I say in a whispered tone. You are asleep. Wake up, you're not alone. Remember, remember, this will pass very soon. And like the phoenix that soars, you will rise like the moon. The Fall I sleep for days with my head in a fog, licking my wounds. I flew too fast and for too long. After a few days, I feel pensive and sad. I eat what I want and my mood turns mad. The rest. A few days pass and my softness returns. My smile is infectious and I cuddle the room. I'm warm and I'm cosy and cry at, them at most things. Yet I'm happy, content, so I pack up my wings. And with that thought arises in pain. What if I never want to fly again? I drop in spirit on the 22nd day, no longer content and happy to stay. Take me down to a darker state of play. I long for the light, air, wind and the sky. I doubt myself and start to cry. It's all too big, then I sigh. Wait, I say in a whispered tone. You are asleep. Wake up. You're not alone. Remember, remember, this will pass very soon. And like the phoenix that soars... You will rise like the moon. Sue, that is amazing. That's, that is just, Thank that you. is. I could cry. I know. I was I, crying. <laughs> that, that describes it beautifully. Mm. It's very much like what it used to be for me. Mm. I could relate to it myself Mm. because it was the same. Ups and the downs. Ups and the downs Mm. like a roller coaster. Mm. Yeah. And you can't, well, it was happening to us. Mm. You didn't say anything. Oh, God, is it that time of the month? Oh, God, she's irritated. You know, and and the internal hell at times and the excitement because you could be excited and still somebody would criticise you or, mm. you know, you want to calm down a bit. Mm. You know, you'd say, well, not you maybe so much, but I'd say something silly or maybe even childlike perhaps mm. and somebody would rain on my parade and i think, but I, I'm so happy and yeah. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to be. That was extraordinary. Mm, thank that you. was absolutely extraordinary. We all have talents within us and I'm just discovering for me the talent of poetry again. Yes. And stanza writing and not necessarily writing a book or anything like that, but I I feel the spirit move and I'm doing a wonderful course at the moment with Gabby Bernstein and her course is called Spirit Junkie and I'm only into the second module. One thing that I've learned is that we all have natural born gifts. Sometimes when we're children, it's squashed and we're not allowed to rise. So one of the messages I would love to share with you, dear listener, is that in this new moon of Scorpio, this time, find what it is about you 
that you truly love about you, which is the natural born gifts that you have. It could be really anything. It could could be anything at all. And write that down and cultivate that because it's through that cultivation that you could find your purpose. You know, what is your purpose here in life? What is it to deliver? This is a new age. You know, this is a brand new age and and I'm 54 and I'm discovering it and I'm reinventing myself, rising, as I would say, like the yes. phoenix and using this new moon energy to rebirth, rebirth <laughs> myself once again. Isn't that extraordinary? Yeah. yeah. Like, Kerry, one of your natural abilities, may I just indulge, we have a little bit of time, is your ability to research and to be like this... Um, Encyclopedia. <laughs> yes, and you tell stories with great love and with great thought behind it. Do I? Yeah. You always give me compliments throughout the last three years of doing this podcast. You always share with me some wonderful things, so I'm going to give you some insights. Oh, is that You are always come well prepared, you've researched things really well, and you tell a magnificent story. Thank you, Sue. Mm. You feel very vulnerable and, uh, of course, I do the comparison thing to people that I listen to and I think, do I, I hope I come across as convincing, but I, I think when your passion is in whatever you're doing, you don't have to try very hard because it's there. One of the things I do love to do is to talk. <laughs> I do. You do. And I love it. And I need your forgiveness because sometimes I get impatient because I'm a very impatient person and not to want to to return any conversation with you, an engaging conversation, but what is the next thing I have to do? And so one thing that I've learned about myself is to look into somebody's eyes when they're talking to me and to stay engaged until they have exhausted themselves. And I've been doing that with my husband. And he's like you. He just talks and talks and talks about really like a lot of things. And oh, sometimes not even much at all. He goes, hey, Sue, guess what? You know, there's a thing on my head when I look at it. I don't know, something weird. But here is the lesson. that When you, especially if you're a Scorpio out there listening to me, you know what I'm talking about. We get impatient with people's stories. And so the person in front of me, whether it be you or my husband or whether it be somebody else or one of my, I don't have children, but one of my nephews and nieces, is to sit and look at them. You just sit and you stare and you listen. You have to listen. You can't just stare at them and like, (laughs) and ask questions afterwards because most people want to be heard. The exercise for Scorpios, and especially during this new moon, is to sit and to listen to other people's stories because they may help you. They may help you to come out of the shadows, help you to come out of your hiddenness and bring forth something within you. Don't hide under a rock. Don't hide under a rock. The world needs your power. Absolutely. And we spoke about speaking the truth in the last podcast Mm. because we spoke about the throat chakra. Mm. But if I can just add to that, and of course you know I've always got something. Yes, and you can wrap it up for us too, darling. So this will be the last thing. Well, when you said about what you're here for, Mm. astrology will tell you why you're here. Yes. Mm. You have made arrangements, this is what I believe, and this makes total sense to me, that you, your soul wants to be here. It's ready to expand itself. So... That is running in the background and we relate that to Pluto and the moon is our ego. 
and they work hand in hand. But you can tell by looking at the moon's north node, that's what you're here to develop. And the south node of the moon, I know it's probably a subject that maybe people know about, maybe they don't, but you have this thing called the north and south node. This is how you find what you're here for. And uh, astrology will tell you all of that. And when you know your astrology, even if you just know yourself, you will know someone else and what it tells you is you think, okay, right, I know why you do that or why you do this. Okay, I can be more patient and just to come around or address it in a different way. We are all valuable. We all, as you say, we definitely have something unique and incredibly important to contribute to our time here Mm. we're here for many reasons Mm. you know Mm. but i think that's probably all i have to say thank you thank you for your compliments too okay my friends thank you so much for listening to us and for indulging us on this birthday session for me and listening to my poem feel free to use it share it thank you thank you goodbye everyone
simply observe them with detachment and allow them to move on. Tuning back into your breath, allow it to slow and deepen. Concentrating on drawing your breath deep into your belly. With that deep breath, feel the slowing of your mind, the deceleration of your thoughts, allowing you to become your breath. Notice the rise and fall of your chest, your belly, with each breath. Imagine a sense of calmness rolling through your body with each exhale. Fully appreciate Continue to enjoy the sense of harmony around you. Bring your focus to the flow of your breath.
Now increase the breaths to three, both on your inhale and your exhale, continuing for a few cycles. Feeling the deep relaxation within you through the calming of your breath. Slowly bring your awareness back to your physical surroundings. Wriggle your fingers and your toes, stretching out your body as it needs and smiling brightly as you open your eyes.